This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How you doing? Uh, all right, I guess. <laughs> Not bad? <laughs> yeah, pretty bad, but fuck it. Who cares? You know, I'm kind of, uh, for some odd reason, I was just really enthusiastic about doing the show tonight. I don't really? Know why. Yeah, not not that we have like I mean I guess we have a lot of material to cover. This is this this show is going to be full of material. But yeah, I was just uh, yeah, I was just like excited all day. Are you giddy as Steele would say? Oh, I have to God. I have to say as Steele would say or those guys will accuse uh, the guys over from, from the Ville will the accuse bill. me of stealing their lingo. So are you giddy as Steele would say? You know, I I wouldn't say it's giddy. You don't look giddy. I'm just saying I was looking forward to it. I I think in order to be giddy you got to be a little light in your loafers. <laughs> and both those As guys Steel are from would, the Ville. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, I'm, you know, I, I think you know what it might be. It might be because today, November 12th, 2007, is Charlie Manson's 73rd birthday. Is he going to come down the chimney and bring his presents? He's like the great pumpkin. <laughs> I, we got to like go sit outside San Quentin and wait for him to come out. Yeah. No, you know, I don't know. I, I figured it's Charlie Manson's birthday and we're doing a podcast tonight so it's a you know it's kind of an occasion. So we Let's should commemorate it. Yeah, you know I yeah, I would love to try to call Charlie Manson. Yeah, I bet you that guy's just like just a prick. Hello, is this San Quentin? <laughs> Put Charlie out. <laughs> Charlie, who, who the fuck are you talking about? God damn it. <laughs> so all right, well uh, Charlie's 73 years old. He was born November 12, 1934. Born in Cincinnati to a 16-year-old prostitute and an unknown father. He grew up to do interesting things. Is that his picture? No, that's some other guy. No, but there's a great picture we'll have to post on the website. So, uh, yeah, here's some Jack we'll do for Charlie. Charles Manson. All right, to Charlie. You think you'll ever be uh, paroled? (coughs) Paroled? Paroled. Paroled. (laughs) No. Even when he's like 90? He's going to die soon. Yeah, he probably will. In jail. He probably will. Well, Wackerly, this is episode uh, 96 here of Sick and Wrong. Believe it or not, we're inching towards that 100th episode landmark. I believe it. Trust me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of amazed we even got this far. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of murder in the news this past week. Past couple weeks, really. Yeah. I mean, there's so much violence in the world anyway, and there's just been a lot of murder in the news. There was that teacher who got shot outside the high school. Was it in Florida? Just recently? Yeah. And the, and the, an article that a listener sent in that uh, made international news is the, the kid in Finland who shot up a bunch of people in his high school. Yeah, somebody just got shot here in town last night, like, at the movie theater, inside the movie theater. Watching a movie? No, they were by the ticket counter. Well, you know what? Beef. There was beef. <laughs> it made me think of capital punishment. And I was thinking, you know, because that guy, I'm sure they caught the killer who shot this dude in the movie theater. He's probably going to be... Does California have the death penalty? Oh, yeah. Okay, so he's probably going to get put to death. No. Eventually. I, well, maybe. I, isn't there some... There's some hang-up right now with the death penalty. What, is it kind of on hold? They're not doing the death penalty right now? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know what's interesting? It's like I think a lot of people know about capital punishment. I think a lot of people are pro or con. I've always felt, in my opinion... I don't think that someone deserves someone who's tortured someone like a, a a a normal like protagonist of one of our stories here on Sick and Wrong. I don't think they deserve a quick death. I always felt that in 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 order to truly punish someone, they should get 
pure retribution. They should be what what they did should be committed to them. I've always felt that. Like <laughs> an eye they, for an eye. Yeah, an eye it's for an eye. It's very Old Testament of you. Uh, dude, you're I, your, I think it's only you're your, just. You're your rabbi's son. I think truly. it's the only just way to do it. If I was King Solomon, I'd be like, eye for an eye, right did, there. Did you still believe in that? Or when did they stop believing that? You know, I think Jews are, Jews are almost in, all anti-capital punishment, aren't they? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of the liberal ones. Unless you're ones, a Palestinian. A lot of the liberal ones are. But is that official rabbinical uh, Judaism dogma that... Well, Jews don't take the Bible literally, so I think <laughs> they don't. No, well, they're not. What about the whole shellfish thing? <laughs> Eat some fucking lobster already. <laughs> don't take it so literally. I don't understand that either. Yeah, I know. It's like go have a ham sandwich, you fucking Jesus. heeb. <laughs> it's just bacon, you asshole. But no, you know, I was thinking about it. It's like I just feel like if you're going to go out and rape some chick and you get caught, you should get raped yourself. I've always felt what's fair is fair. I mean, well, what is what is that your could viewpoint? get very expensive, though. I mean, of all we the... could recreate some elaborate yeah, penalty. That could you get know? very expensive, and that's my problem. I'm just kind of a cheap person, and uh, you know, as I grow older, I'm becoming more and more one of those tax curmudgeons. Like my fucking tax dollars going to that, you know, doing making a diorama and recreating some crime. Are you going to convert to Judaism? <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you almost should join the club. Come on, join the team. <laughs> It's you're rubbing already, off already on cheap. me. Yeah, it's rubbing off on me. But so, so my whole thing is, I'm. I guess I'd be for the death penalty if they would just get on with it. You know, you get one trial and maybe one appeal, and the appeal the appeal has to happen like within a month. And if you're still guilty, they just kill you right there. But what happens is. It turns out to be more expensive to execute somebody than to, yeah. than to just be like, okay, just go to prison for the rest of your life. Because all the appeals and like, you know, the state court-appointed court appointed lawyers, lawyers and everything, and, and the, you know, the and whole, sometimes it lasts for like 15 years. Right. It's just a huge, huge ordeal, and it costs a lot of money. And it's just like we should have just thrown the guy in, in prison for life. But you're saying like, let's say it's like, okay, you had a trial by your peers. They say they deemed you guilty. You get an appeal. You should, be, you should be, you know, executed there on the spot. Right. You can appeal. Like in Iran. You can appeal, but there, no, that's what I'm saying. You can appeal, but you have like a time, you know, maybe like two years to appeal your case. And then you're just executed. Well, yeah, because that's what if if that's what you've been sentenced to, yeah. It's not like just executing everybody. First, you have to be sentenced to execution. Okay, but then then there's just no lengthy. Appeal but if that process. has once, if it so has, ethically, if you're sentenced once. Then, you know, you have a couple do-overs and then get on with it. So ethically, you don't have a problem with capital punishment? No. Okay. You know, I, I think I take the same stance. Now, let's think of this on the other side. Let's say you were convicted of first-degree murder, you're on death row, and they ask you... Well, then I'm not so for capital punishment anymore, <laughs> let me tell you that. But they ask you... What type of execution do you want? <clears throat> am I like the fugitive from that uh, movie where I'm not really guilty? But you killed the one <laughs> or am man? I really guilty? You're really guilty. Okay. Uh, well, I'd have to ask for the menu. Well, it's, you know, I think that's the thing. A lot of people, they know what capital punishment is. They know, they've heard of the electric chair. They think of hanging. Well, but they you, don't here's know what's all go- the whole gamut right. I think most, of execution most in this country. Most places now uh, typically – use lethal injection but i think how i was saying before that this is on hold lethal injection some people are claiming is cruel and unusual so just that process is now on trial well i was thinking you that's know, why they have it on hold because they're trying to figure out okay well if that's not if that's too cruel and unusual if it's non-constitutional then what are we going to use 
Well, and that's kind of what I think we need to determine here on the show. Right. So I think, you know what? Let's go through the various processes of execution. We'll determine two country, things. What, and then, what's most humane and then what you would prefer, which we'll probably we line would prefer. up. So uh, number one here, lethal injection. 38 states in this country employ the death penalty. Of those, 37 either use lethal injection exclusively or offer it as an alternative to another method. I think the state of California uses lethal injection. Yes. I, might, I might be incorrect here. No, no, that's correct because that's why that's why all the executions in the state are on hold while they determine whether that's whether it's cruel. So this article I read is off of Wired, and they're saying, and this is kind of a pro or an anti-death penalty uh, article here. This guy's obviously right. some it liberal crybaby. It has a, an baby. ideological bent. It's probably an infantilist. He said, if the courts decide that strapping some loser to a gurney and pumping a lethal cocktail into his veins is indeed a violation of the Eighth Amendment, which um, basically bans cruel and unusual punishment, then there's going to be some serious scrambling to find yet another humane way to kill somebody. And they won't find one. Apparently, I guess, uh, when you're when you're injected, your body I, – I don't know if your body, like, tries to – reacts to the chemical in a way that it kind of forces it out and you're frothing at the mouth and you're seeing there it's, it's not an easy way to go well this is my problem with this article because i read through it before the we uh, did the show this article is confusing what the person being executed experiences and what people how visually appealing it might be well i think it's also if how I'm do we frothing perceive? at the mouth but my brain is like totally out of commission i don't give a fuck well, that's what I wonder. It's like you're heavily sedated. Don't they they inject you full of a sedative, there's and three, then they inject you with three, um, There's three things that they shoot into you, as, uh, from what I remember. The first one is a sedative. The second one is like something that completely knocks you out, and then the third is what stops your heart. Which is the yeah the uh, is it a poison? It's, it's some, some kind of chemical. It's some kind of a yeah. I mean, it, it kills you. That's the definition of a poison, right? You well, don't want to ingest it accidentally. But I mean, that's what they do to animals when you put an animal down. Well, that's the that's the next thing that's going to be on trial. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm <laughs> probably is. But what I'm saying though, I think out of all the various methods of execution, this one sounds the most humane. You're knocked out. Yeah, You're unless you have a big problem with knee. You always hear like the guy, the executioner, has to try to find the vein like 90 times or something. You hear about that, but I don't know how really common that is. And the victim, or not the victim, the perpetrator is like so high on heroin that his veins are just like. <laughs> yeah, they're all. He has to like go into the all neck. Collapsed. <laughs> But well, the thing, but the thing is, I mean, that's annoying, and I guess it's psychologically uh, cruel. But it's not like the guy's suffering pain. He's just like, well, this sucks. You're trying to kill me, and you can't even get your shit together and get, find my vein. Well, let's say if the courts strike down lethal injection, what do we have now? We either have hanging, firing squad, the chair, or the gas chamber. So looking at the firing squad, I don't think there is a state in this country that does the firing squad. No, that's more like a. Uh, East Asian <laughs> practice <laughs> where it still goes on. But it's kind of a romantic notion of death if you think about it. It's like you're sitting there blindfolded. You got six guys with rifles aiming at your heart. Right. One last cigarette and one last word, and then boom, you're dead. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Well, I guess um, I guess the uh, reality of it here is a hood is placed over your head whether you want one or not. And even if you had the choice, you'd never see the guys who shoot you. They're behind a canvas screen firing through gun slits. So I guess uh, people, you wouldn't even see your killers. And death may not be instantaneous. Even with five thirty caliber rounds slamming into your chest, you might end up bleeding to death, which I imagine is probably rather painful. 
Yeah, I'm sure it does is not pleasant. And I don't think <laughs> your even... ribs are all broken, your heart's like struggling to beat, and blood is spurting out of the holes in your chest. And I don't think not that cool. like even if they miss or whatever, and you don't die immediately, I don't think they walk over and blow your head off. Um, it'd be nice, like but they probably don't. Yeah. So uh, moving on to hanging here. Hanging is probably one of the oldest methods of execution. I've always kind of liked hanging just because it's like you know out of the wild west. Well, or you know Europe. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, 16th century Europe. But it doesn't seem to me like it'd be something that'd be enjoyable. I uh, mean, no, because you'd probably be shitting yourself, you know, while you're standing there, about to be hung. Well, you know, it just happened to so damn insane. If you remember the videos on YouTube, YouTube moment, bro. Which which, which guy? Who are you talking to? Saddam who are you Hussein? talking about here? Saddam, oh, yes, when Saddam Hussein. Remember he got so hanged damn like insane. a year ago? Oh, I was a little <laughs> confused. As to, I was confused as to who you were referring oh, to so here. Oh, so damn insane. So damn insane. Just a nickname for him. Yeah, but I you have. know what? He went out the right way, though. He was defiant up until the end. He was he like screaming at him. On. <laughs> no, I think, well, maybe, yeah. So I guess the uh, downfall here of hanging is um, your neck might not instantly break the way it's supposed to, and you could end up struggling there with a rope, strangling to death slowly. I've read some actually interesting books about hanging in, uh, you know, like like I said, 15th and 16th century England, actually. And you used to, you know, you're in debtor's prison or whatever, or just regular prison, and you maybe have a couple coins, and if you can, you could bribe the hangman to give you a longer rope. Because the idea is you want to drop, you want to drop, and start going fast, cr- and then it breaks your it neck. It breaks your neck. As so. opposed to if he gives you like a foot of rope, and then you just strangle, you know, and sit there and strangle. And slowly constrict. But what? then also, what would happen is small children would come around because they'd hang like a lot of people at once, like what twenty was a, people. It was a public it. spectacle, though. I mean, mm-hmm. didn't people like pay to see it? Yeah, but then small children. If you couldn't afford to bribe the hangman to give you a lot of rope, or maybe if you wanted a, an extra insurance policy, you could pay small children that would come up and hang on your legs. <laughs> <laughs> to pull you down even harder once you dropped. Now, that sounds like a fun ride. They shouldn't have yeah. that at Great well, it's America. Nice, uh, it's like better than a paper route if you're a little kid, right? Well, I've heard that it could take as long as 45 minutes I'd to die I'd want a couple little hanging. fat kids hanging. Yeah, I'd always be like, <laughs> little, hey, couple fatty, little fat American kids. <laughs> I'll give you a quarter. Just grab my leg. So I don't know if uh, hanging is really the most humane way. Is there's a here's a pog. <laughs> Remember pogs? Oh, yeah, pogs. Kids love pogs. <laughs> Do kids still love pogs? No, no. They'd be like, "Fuck you! What the fuck is a pog?" And it's replaced by video games. <laughs> but I have them in my pockets. <laughs> Do I mean? Are there any states that still hang people? Is that even no. an option anymore? No, they hung those guys in that. Um... That uh, maybe Truman Capote movie. Remember that? Those dudes got hung. Yeah, but that in was like blood. 1954 or something. Wasn't not it? that long ago. Was it in the 60s? It was, but that wasn't that. I'm saying, yeah, I agree with you, but it wasn't that long ago. I mean, a couple tens, what, 40 years? Yeah, I guess only 40 years ago. Well, another alternative here is the gas chamber, which I also don't think is employed anymore. I don't know. If I think it still is. Do that. I think it's right after the the lethal injection. You know, if um, I think all those other states that have alternatives and the one state that doesn't do lethal injection, I think those are gas chamber states. You know, if we had really done our research for this bit here, this is with, we probably <laughs> would have found out what states, like which states actually still use the gas chamber. Somebody can tell us out there. Yeah, listening. I'm sure there's a fan out there listening that might tell us if any states here in in this country still use a gas chamber. But I guess the, the thing is with the gas chamber. When you're in there, you're told to breathe deeply to uh, speed things along. So you're supposed to inhale right. huge huge breaths to like inhale as much of the noxious fumes as you can. But uh, naturally, humans, 
freaking out in that scenario. Right. Struggle, grab the wall, scream, and it's just unpleasant. I mean, <laughs> right. could you imagine? You're making that up. You're yeah, strapped but... into the chair. Have yeah, you ever seen do, the do, gas chamber? Could you see you're like a fish out of water? <laughs> yeah, but you're not. You're not clawing at the glass. They'll just throw you in there on the floor. <laughs> well, guess... there's a chair in there. They strap you down. They don't want you to freak out the viewers, basically. Oh yeah, I guess the uh, you know. But seriously, I would have been if if it was me and I was being executed in that fashion. I think I would put on a production. <laughs> I mean, I would. I, yeah, I don't know. So uh, moving on to electrocution, the electric chair, which is also another standard form of execution. That, that was in this employed country. for many, many years, as I understand it, right? It's still and, employed. People still, I mean, states still use the electric chair. See, you don't think the gas chamber's around. I don't think the electric chair is around. I don't think any states do that anymore. You know, someone was just electrocuted in, not in Texas, I think it was in Ohio. Really? I think so. I I, Maybe the know, Midwest corporate I can't back that up with any evidence can, here. So, um, electrocution. You strap a guy into a chair, attach electrodes to his head, leg, and slam a couple thousand volts through him for about 30 seconds. And if I learned anything from the Green Mile, you have to put a wet sponge on his head. Well, yeah, you do have to put a wet sponge Don't on his head. Don't put the dry head. sponge. That's all that I know. Well, I mean, that's going to kill you outright if you think about it. I mean, but really, you're being broiled to death. I mean, they, they pump you full of electricity, and you're just basically being broiled to death. Right. But I, I would think that the voltage is so hot, it shuts your brain off immediately. I mean, your body does cook, but really your brain, got, you'd probably stroke out immediately. But I mean, I've read that people do wake up afterwards yeah. and have to be shocked a second time. <laughs> and I guess the attending physician has to wait for the body to cool down before checking for a heartbeat. He often finds amazing. one, meaning they have to zap the poor guy again. Uh, the amount of vomit, drool, and fecal matter typically expunged by the dying inmate, often accompanied by movements so violent that bones are dislocated, would seem to indicate some sort of negative reaction. So I don't think that's another peaceful way to go. Like so, I said, I mean, your body can do things after your, uh, you know, your brain is totally shut down. So doesn't necessarily mean that you're suffering. Yeah, but I mean, your body, I mean, okay, well, just, I'm talking in terms of humanity here, the most humane way to go. Okay. Watching someone spasm and their body contract and their their skin melting, I don't think is a very humane way to go. Whether or not their brain is dead and they could feel the pain. So you're on board with this guy. You, you're worried about the aesthetics of it, not the experience of the condemned man. The murderer didn't strap his victim into an electric chair and jolt him with a full of electric shocks. Now, if he did, then okay. That's retribution. <laughs> eye for an eye right there. I'm just saying what that's I'd want to do. Old Testament learning. All I'm saying is what I'd want to do is, is whatever it costs, recreate the scene so he can feel the terror. Theater. That, that's what I'm saying. You know, I don't know. But anyway, if you think about these uh, methods that we just discussed, electrocution, gas, firing squad, hanging, and lethal injection, they're all not that humane. But if we go back into medieval times, what about drawing and quartering? What about the guillotine? Drawing and quartering is good. But that's I mean, all about spectacle. I mean, that the only reason no anybody even thought that up was that this is going to be a big display and a deterrent to people watching to do anything shitty. Yeah, being drawn in quarters, you're strapped to the house, the horses, right? The horses or, and they're a being... A horse to each of your uh, limbs. four limbs. And, yeah, they, they... and you're basically just rent asunder. You're pulled well, apart. And I think what they usually would do is they would half hang you, meaning they would give you a short rope, drop you, 
not long not long enough to break your neck, but enough for you to strangle a little bit. But are you conscious? Well, then they'd lift you up. You'd be partially conscious. Then they would disembowel you, which is basically where they cut your nuts off and like rip all your guts out through the hole. And then they would draw and quarter you. Well, it says in this article here that the guillotine was invented to replace drawn and quartering. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be slightly more humane. And I think it – I mean, I don't think people really cared about humanity as much back then, but they would use the guillotine on, like, an aristocrat who, you know, they're too respectable to or have Henry them out Henry VIII there. with his wives. Right. They're too respectable to be, to, to be drawn and quartered. Well, your head is lopped off in the blink of an eye, but you may well remain conscious for up to half a minute while your brain comes to terms with what just happened. I guess some physicians present in executions by guillotine have testified that the severed head remains responsive for a brief while, up to five minutes. Nervous twitches? I don't know. Nobody I mean, knows. It, no one it's really conjecture. knows. It is conjecture. But I mean, you can. But they say that your eyes can see your body. Your severed head can look upon your body. <clears throat> well, what about? I mean, there's many more ways than this. <laughs> yeah, but this, I mean, this article is a little limited. What about burning at the stake? Crucifixion. Yeah, crucifixion. Breaking but, on the wheel. But uh, what are those? What are those cages? The Iron Maiden. Yeah, what are those cages that they hang you in out in the field and the crows just come and kind of eat you? I don't know. Gulag. Yeah. <laughs> what, well, I don't even know what that's called. <laughs> but another Gulag's one. another one. But what I'm saying is, okay, so those were replaced by the humane methods, which was guillotine and drawn and quartering. Or guillotine is probably the most humane method up until now. And the fact that we're still doing this now. Kind of means that we haven't come that far. Yeah. But out of what we just talked about, which one do you think is the most humane method of execution? Well, do I have to pick one of those? Well, which one would you pick? Well, Or what would you pick? I would like to think that we could move into the future. This guy's saying lethal injection can't be used, so we have to pick something from the past. What about, you know, we do live in California. Arnold Schwarzenegger is our governor. What if I were to be... Put on a game show with Richard Dawson <laughs> as the host, the host of Family Feud, and given a t- chance to battle it out through a urban wasteland, perhaps. Um, battle it out, and if I got to the end, I would maybe win a big prize and, and not saying, be killed. Would you fight bosses of different zones, such as a guy named Buzzsaw? Yeah, and maybe they would put it on TV. I imagine it would get good ratings. People could bet on it. I could, you know, I would be like a man running through this obstacle course. Like a running man. A running man. So if you were to complete the obstacle course, would you go free? I think so. Maybe get a prize. You know, I kind of see the humane side of that. I mean, we have Arnold Schwarzenegger as a governor. Let's take advantage of it. Well, out of all of the ones that we've just talked about, I think lethal injection is probably the most humane. But I think what you're talking about is the most equitable. (laughs) It gives you a chance. It gives you a fighting chance. Although, didn't they still kill you at the end of that movie, even if you made it through? Wasn't it a big, like, rip-off at the end? Well, you know, I've always said, you know, Ultimate Fighter, you know, the UFC is kind of, you know, it's kind of becoming really popular now and cage fighting and all that. Why don't we take all the dudes that are sitting on death row using our taxpayer money, put them into a huge gladiator ring, pay-per-view, and just fight to the death. With lions and stuff like that? Lions, you can have rhinoceroses, whatever. I mean, what have you? Right across the bay is the Oakland Coliseum, so that would work out, I think. I mean, people could pay. It's like, you know, and, and if you think about it, it's... You, I bet your taxes would probably be lowered in the long run. Right, and it would be free entertainment. And you know, I, I could see that happening. I don't want any of those m- motherfuckers getting, you know, the adulation of the populace, though, and getting out. 
No, but I mean, what if they did with the with the the Running Man here? Right. Or Total I Recall. I, I really can't remember how that movie ended, so I can't tell you. Wasn't there a guy with like his midget strapped to his stomach? No, that was Total Recall. That's a total different movie. Quattro. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it confused. Well, what there's about there's another the movie dude wearing with, a fat guy what suit. About, what about the movie with Russell Crowe, that famous Australian? Oh, the Gladiator movie. Right. Didn't he? Didn't he become like a politician by the end of that or something? That's not cool. I don't yeah, want to be. No. I don't want to have like Mayor Charles Manson. No, but I'm just saying they could go free. The baddest badass of them all. To kill again. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows? I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> save a happens. lot of money. Well, okay. So we just determined which is the most humane way. Now, Wackerly, how would you want to be executed? You personally. Uh, fr- froze to death. Frozen to death? Yeah, I've heard that's very pleasant. Like dropped in like ice water or just like put no, out? Very, no, that would not be pleasant because then you would really drown. Well, it's hypothermia. You, you drown and... You're well, frozen. I think you, you'd freeze up and you couldn't swim, and then you would drown. I, that doesn't count as freezing to that. I would want to be put in a super cold uh, room, naked, like, you know, negative 80 degrees or something, uh, and then just, you know, freeze to death. I hear it's, it's like falling to sleep. I mean, you get really cold and it sucks, but then your body sort of can't Shuts feel down, the cold anymore, and, and it's just of... like falling to sleep. See, I've Maybe always... some nice little cuddly penguins could come up. And <laughs> I could play with them as I die. As you die. Yeah. I've always thought polar it'd be, bears. It'd be kind of cool to be dropped into a pool of sharks that had little laser beams on yeah. their heads, and you'd just be zapped and eaten. What if they decided not to zap you and they just chewed you to bits slowly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, cool. I, you know, I've always chosen firing squad. Yeah. I'd like that way. It's pretty, like you said, it's kind of dignified, I guess. It is dignified, and I could have my last word. Go out and be like, well, I don't want a whole word here. I want a right. paragraph. Yeah. Go out, you know, spouting my bullshit and then yeah. get shot in the heart. Yeah, because it's not dignified if you're pissing yourself and crying like a little girl, which <laughs> you might be doing at that point. I would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> moving on here, Wackerly, we have a lot to do here with the show. And I think, you know, listeners, you can write in, Podcast at hotmail.com. You can tell us which... Do you think is the most humane way to die? And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of Europeans writing in saying, Capital punishment, you barbarians over in the U.S. Tell right. us what you think. Yeah. Like we care. No, I, I want to hear. I like the hate mail. Yeah, same with me. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Well, actually, before we get on with the stories here, I want to do a quick recap here of episode 95. If you recall, you did a story about the Indian slave masters. Uh, Temple of Doom style. I did a story about huffing some butt hash. I still don't really remember why that had anything to do with the Temple of Doom, but I remember you making that They're Indian. Oh, right. You know, that's kind of what I thought. It's Indians. (laughs) And a listener named Z-Man from CandidRadio.com sent a story about a granny corpse humper. Surprisingly, actually not that surprisingly, the uh, listener did win. That's two in a row. I know. It's uh, not a good precedent. Listeners took 94 and 95. So uh, the Z-Man here from Candid Radio will be getting a sick and wrong care package in the mail. Uh, He came in with about 106 votes, which is kind of an all-time high, I think. I came in with 84, and Wackerly came in with 46. It was a corpse humper, or was that your story? No, there's a listener sending that story yeah, about that dude that was caught right. humping the 92-year-old lady. All right. And so, you know, some listener wrote in. I think this is the general feeling amongst most of our listeners. He said, the listener wins because the corpse was 92. Had it been a young corpse, it might have been different. This is why I never want to meet our listeners. <laughs> when they're in town, I don't want to go out to the bar with them. People, you know the way sick and wrong works here. Wackerly and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here on the show, 
audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card with a listener submission. You can submit your own story to Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Wackily, I believe you started last week. So uh, let me kick off episode 96 here of Sick and Wrong with my story. Homeless man accused of raping woman who is attacked while sleepwalking. You know, I've had nightmares before, but this one's got a right up towards the top, if you think about it. You've had nightmares about sleepwalking and getting raped? No, I'm just saying. It's like, could you imagine you're sleepwalking, you're probably dreaming, you're probably in a deep REM state, you're walking. You're never supposed to wake up asleep. And you get raped. It's, it, I mean, it's got to be one of the worst scenarios you could even think of. Where did this happen? Uh, this happened in Cincinnati, Ohio. A University of Cincinnati student was allegedly raped by a homeless man while she was sleepwalking beside a highway in the middle of the night. I guess if you think about it, she could have been hit by a car or like a semi. I guess that would have been worse, but being raped by a homeless person is pretty horrible. That <laughs> definitely ranks you up You never there. get that stink off you. Dexter Ford, 52 years old, was arrested Thursday morning after several people called 911 around 3.30 a.m., saying they saw a man on top of a woman on the ground beside Interstate 71 in Cincinnati. Check out this quote here from a a caller. There is two people laying in the grass. I'm not sure what they're doing, fighting or what. I think he (laughs) meant fighting or fucking. So you always love to ask these questions, but if you are in that situation... Wouldn't you stop? Well, someone actually did. Okay. I think one person called and then someone else did. But I just find it funny that people in Ohio can be somewhat illiterate. You know, this guy probably went to Ohio State. He's a professor. <laughs> I have to take umbrage with that. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, here's what you'd understand. Ohio State is in the north of Ohio, which is more like our home state of Michigan. Cincinnati is right on the border with Kentucky. So Cincinnati is much more Jim Beam, Kentucky Derby type, the South. My sister looks hot tonight. Yeah. That kind of South. My sister, aunt, <laughs> mom. Mom, cousin. There's two people laying in the grass. So one of the drivers that actually drove by pulled over and dragged the homeless man off the woman. But the suspect fled into the woods before the police got there. <laughs> Those homeless people are slippery. Yeah, and they're fast, too. Good Samaritan here. The uh, 23-year-old woman, now get this, this is kind of, this is what surprised me. The 23-year-old woman was still asleep when officers arrived at the scene of the alleged attack. Well, hell, maybe she was enjoying it. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> it I mean, was like Brad Pitt in her dream. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I don't think he swings that way. <laughs> Kurt Russell. How about Kurt, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. And he, you know a lot of girls dream about Kurt Russell. A lot of girls and me. <laughs> but that's the worst part, dude. Sleepwalking. I know. Do you know any? Have you ever sleptwalked before? Drunk or sober? <laughs> well, drunkenly, I've you know kind of sleptwalked and pissed on your Xbox. Right. But uh, that was I've a long also time pissed, ago. You know, in a garbage can thing. It was the toilet. But I've never actually. Yeah, sober. She was probably wasted. I mean, she's an, a college student I've, here. I've known people who are rampant sober sleepwalkers. So yeah, but how deep? 
like very a somnambulist deep. are you? Very deep. That's the whole kind of definite. If you're nobody's a light sleeping sleepwalker because as soon as you got out of bed you would wake up. You know, you're moving around, you would wake yourself up. I think by definition sleepwalking, you are in a deep deep sleep state. Which leads me to another question. Perhaps she doesn't sleep in a nightgown. Maybe she sleeps naked. So this homeless guy is sitting there drinking, probably smoking crack. He's in a, in a semi-hallucinogenic. <laughs> He's in a semi-hallucinogenic state. He sees this hot, naked college co-ed walking by him. What would you do? Yeah, I mean that's like a homeless man's dream. This is like a homeless man's wet dream. It's hard to put that in front of a homeless guy and expect him to act. Respectably, yeah, I mean, especially when he's been smoking crack. What's he gonna do? Like walk up to her and be like, "Excuse me, miss, you're sleepwalking. Let me put my dirty, rotten coat on you. (laughs) (laughs) My my threadbare bum jacket. You know, I don't think that's gonna happen. But I was just amazed that that the woman was actually tackled on the ground, raped, and still sleeping when the officers arrived. Right. In the movies, though, there's always that uh, homeless person with a heart of gold. (laughs) I don't know if you've noticed that. So uh, Ford here did not have a heart of gold. No. <laughs> he was arrested a short time later based on descriptions from several witnesses. Uh, the suspect's court-appointed lawyer said Monday, and this is my favorite defense, it could all be a question of miscommunication between a man whose family says he's a schizophrenic and a woman who is in an unusual state of unconsciousness. What type of miscommunication was going on here? She's unconscious. This man's on PCP. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Are they trying to say that maybe she uh, wanted it? (laughs) Well, that's kind of what he's implying here. He says, how do I know their two minds didn't meet somewhere? Public defender Jeff Adams said, I don't know what a person's capable of doing while sleepwalking. That guy's lawyer of the week. Dude, this guy's going to be He's out of a job consensual, forever. Consensual co-ed slash bum sex on the side of the highway. He says, good good show, my friend. <laughs> is this the Chewbacca defense? I, I don't even understand this. How is he to know she is sleepwalking? If it's a dream, yes, or a real, yes. So I think he's implying that the bum went up to her and was just like, excuse me, miss, would you like to have sexual intercourse? And she's like, all right. Or she was specifically, (laughs) wasn't ever even sleepwalking, and she was just out on the highway in the middle of the night looking for, tooling for bums. Tooling for some some hobo? Yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes a girl needs some NSA sex, and, uh, you know, college campuses are just notorious for all the gossip that goes around. You can never have sex with somebody without all your friends finding out about it. Sometimes the answer is to go walk the highway in your nightgown and, uh, you know, pick Dude, this up a is hobo. More, this is more NSA than Craigslist. Yeah, truly. You know, I mean, you don't have to even deal with the email here. Right. You just go find a hobo and have sex with them. It's I guess easy. Quick police and have dirty. told local media that the victim was known for sleepwalking around the neighborhood. What I think actually happened is she probably was sleepwalking in a deep unconscious state. She mistook this homeless guy for Kurt Russell. And next thing you know, as any woman would do if they met Kurt Russell in the middle of the night any on the highway. Any me. Yeah, you know, she's down there. Her, She's probably breaking her pelvis, spreading her legs open. Yeah, quickly. You know? Yeah, so I can understand. But here's the worst part. Insult to injury. Uh, I guess uh, 
the uh, Ford here, the homeless guy, was set at a bail. His he was arrested. His bond was over five hundred grand, and he's forced to undergo testing for sexually transmitted diseases. They found out Check. that he has HIV. Oh, and that's the girl. worst part about it. She so, doesn't necessarily have it, but the chances are high. Dude, not only does she get raped by a homeless guy while she's unconscious, sleepwalking, she gets AIDS. But if she's a known sleep, don't sleepwalkers, people who do it repeatedly, take precautions? You know. Like, I don't know. Lock their door or something? Yeah, put a padlock on the inside of your door and hide the key someplace where you wouldn't be able to find it when you were asleep. I mean, come on. Like, handcuff themselves to the bed? I don't don't know. You can never get the second handcuffed. (laughs) So, on the sick and wrong brown star scale, this woman was raped unknowingly by a homeless crackhead by a highway, and she potentially could have AIDS. God, I gotta give it four stars. Four brown stars. I give it four brown stars. Just because I passed a lot of homeless people on the way over to the studio here, and and I can't imagine having sex with any of them. Especially being unconscious. I guess it's probably better being unconscious. Yeah, I definitely think it's better. Like I said, maybe she was imagining, uh, you know, um, Jerry Seinfeld. Or what? It's, do women like Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> no, sorry, uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. But the worst part about it is now it's like you know. I don't know if she'll ever date again or or what have you. I it, wouldn't it, date her. It, it comes in the scenario where it's like, so I'm HIV positive. Or how'd you get HIV? Well, I got raped by this homeless man over by the highway. It's like, yeah, it's it's just not going to work. It's a turn off. <laughs> it's a total turn off. Seriously. Don't put that on your MySpace profile. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for episode 96? I have an article from uh, Los Angeles that my girlfriend actually gave me. What? And That's cheating. What? Why is that? Your cheating? girlfriend's getting the case of beer if you win. All right, fair enough. But I, I, I just wanted. And to, you're not allowed to drink. I it. just wanted to mention that because I also wanted to mention, take this opportunity to mention, she was being an extra horrible PMS bitchy bitch to me this weekend. I, just, I felt like I was in, you know, like I felt like it was cruel and unusual punishment to tell you the truth. Well, um, Wackerly, women undergo menstruation. Right. Menstruation's our friend. Right. It's our ally. How many... By her undergoing menstruation, that means she's not pregnant. We like that. I like the menstruation. I, my I'll whole... suffer the PMS. Th- this was extra bad. That's all I'm saying. It took me aback. It took you aback? At one point, I was like... Leave me alone. <laughs> Just cowering Just in the cowering corner. cowering in the corner. And, like, flames were shooting out of her mouth. It was bad. Dude, they do undergo, like, a Jekyll and Hyde transformation. Yeah, it was bad. But at least they're not pregnant. I was frightened. But, yeah. yes, less frightened than if she said, I not, I didn't have my period. I, then I'd be very <laughs> You're frightened. You're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway. Uh, anyway, as I mentioned, this story comes from L.A., and... Uh, I find it quite amusing. Not just the story, but this story comes from the Los Angeles Times, which is quite a liberal newspaper. And I think that the way that they wrote the story is also humorous. Okay. We'll bring it. A deadly and highly unusual melee, (laughs) or fracas. Gotta love that word, melee. Fracas is good, too, but they use the word melee. Among 30 young women in South Los Angeles. 30? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, here's my first point. Do you, do you remember a place called South Central Los Angeles? 
Yes, I think it was uh, the setting of Boys in the Hood. Yeah, if you've ever seen Boys in the Hood or the movie Color, Or listening to NWA. Or listening to NWA. A lot of gang activity, Crips and Bloods, used to take place in South Central Los Angeles. Well, I think it still does. <clears throat> well, not really, because a couple of years ago, they renamed South Central Los Angeles because they realized that it had a horrible reputation just South Los Angeles. As now, if South Los Angeles doesn't also have a negative connotation. Well, if you talk to anybody who lives in L.A., they don't call it South Los Angeles. They call it South Central. And we don't go there. But apparently uh, the L.A. Times has bought onto this South Los Angeles moniker. <laughs> well, the, this melee among 30 young women occurred in South Central, and it was triggered by a dispute over a man who dated two of the female combatants. Many Ooh. of the women... While not gang members, had ties to men who belong to gangs. <laughs> okay, so this is Crips and Bloods related here. Sort of. I mean, that's a pretty big stretch, right? These chicks aren't gang members, but they hang around gang members all day long. Like, well, how, how do you differentiate? I guess... Are there female Crips? I guess not. I guess maybe that's the point. Uh, the women associated with the rival groups... <laughs> they're not gangs, remember. They're groups. They're groups. Went to the location to discuss it. Discuss the matter. <laughs> so, fifteen women on each side uh, go to a gas station. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this, but that was the meeting place was a gas station. But to have a discussion to discuss the uh, you know this merit uh, not marital but romantic issue that they are so it was kind of like coffee time right you know at, at a i guess gas stations have coffee so maybe yeah. it's a good place coffee um, time with the crips and the bloods it turns out a woman from one group got into her convertible uh th- this is after sort of the the melee started the discussion was over at that point the melee had begun and melee ensued uh a woman a woman from one group got into her convertible screamed and rammed the vehicle into the crowd. Shantae Trinise Blanche, age 22, an expectant mother, was struck and killed. A, so, se- a second woman was critically injured. So she mowed them down. Yeah, well, she tried. She kind of just drove into the group. I don't know if she paid any attention to, like, that there were also people from her group in the crowd or if she just mowed the whole crowd down So diplomacy doesn't always work. Right. Uh, the driver, her name is Unique... Kiana Bishop. I'm not saying that her name is unique, that that is her name, unique. (laughs) Uh, She's age 21. Uh, She's from South Los Angeles and was on probation at the time for burglary burglary conviction, uh, and she's been ordered held on $1 million bond. Um, She's the driver? Estimates, uh, uh, at the time that she drove the car through the crowd, they estimate that 12 to 30 women were fighting. So maybe some of the women were standing off to the side, but at least 12 of them were in this, uh, you know, fisticuffs. In the melee. Right, in the melee. Although authorities initially feared the injured woman would lose her leg, uh, they said Tuesday that surgeons managed to save the limb. What about the baby? Well, that's the second woman that's injured. The the woman, the pregnant woman is dead. Okay, so the pregnant woman died. The the pregnant woman was actually trapped under Bishop's convertible after being struck. Uh, the police chief uh, says the suspect, apparently trying to free the pregnant woman's body from under the car, drove backward over the pregnant woman's body, running over her again before speeding away. Uh, Bishop said that uh, she was only trying to escape the chaotic scene and hit the victims by accident. <laughs> so she was frightened by the melee, and she got into her car and tried to get away, but she didn't, uh, you know, steer around them. She was confused by the D and the R. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, the, Drive the steering and wheel, reverse. right, left, <laughs> you know, the exit of the gas station is back behind you, lady. 
Um, this this uh, defense is kind of belied by the fact that wis- witnesses said that the suspect screamed, I'll get you, as she hit the gas. <laughs> So you're saying it's premeditated. Yeah. Um, Bishop, this woman who's accused, has been convicted twice of burglary, burglary and once of petty theft in the past two years. Um, the friends of the pregnant woman are uh, have a makeshift memorial this coming Tuesday. Lots of mylar, I expect. Yeah. The mourners said that it was unlike the 22-year-old to be involved in a violent dispute. <laughs> Very uncommon. I also have to point out that the makeshift memorial at the gas station includes uh, one of our favorite things, which is the Mylar trash tree. <laughs> a lot of Mylar balloons, candles, some teddy bears. A couple of Hennessy. Yeah, some teddy Empty. bears, stuffed animals. Um, but but so, so are we in agreement that all these women were going here to brawl? Yeah. They weren't going to have a discussion. Yeah. So if you're pregnant, isn't this something you might want to avoid? I mean, <laughs> once you have the baby, you can become a soldier again, but... <laughs> Yeah, while you're pregnant, maybe you should stay home and watch Oprah. I mean, smoke, drink some wine. That's People don't accept that, but I can get into that, whatever. I'll give you a pass. But brawling, I think, is probably beyond my limit of acceptable activities. Although she's kind of a badass, if you think about it. How many months pregnant was she, did they say? Maybe she was trying to get rid of the baby. <laughs> sucked in the stomach. I don't know. Uh, it does say somewhere. A but gangsta I, abortion. I think she's about five months pregnant. Yeah, it says over here, five months pregnant. Oh, Jesus. Um, they probably the, just thought she was Yeah, fat. the relatives go on to say over and over again that she didn't know. They can't imagine she would be in, involved in something like this, blah, blah, blah. Um, she was also a student at Cal State Northridge and uh, the... It says that she was married to this guy, I assume it's the baby's daddy, uh, who was in prison. (laughs) And you know what she was studying at Cal State Northridge? You'll never guess. She hoped to become a parole officer. A parole officer, yeah, that really is ironic. Uh, Noreen McClendon is the executive director of Concerned Citizens of South Central Los Angeles. A South Los Angeles or South Central South Los Cent- Angeles? So it's kind of strange that this group that uh, ostensibly is there to promote the neighborhood hasn't adopted <laughs> the new name. They must recognize how silly it is. They still call it South Central Los Angeles. Uh, she says that this says nothing about the neighborhood. <laughs> no, no. The neighborhood's still a safe place to live and grow your family and... You know, have a house, go to yeah. school. Apparently she knew this pregnant woman who's dead, and uh, McClendon says, I don't want anybody to think that this was just a gang-banging girl that didn't have anybody who loved her. Well, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like she did. So yeah. on the sick and wrong scar scale, I mean, I guess, uh, what, one person uh, pregnant lay, or two people were murdered. Well, no, no. One a pregnant, well, the baby. Are you yeah, on the baby, the baby as a person? All right, yeah. Uh, the woman and her baby are both dead. I guess she's not really a person until she's in the phone book. <laughs> so uh, really, it's just one person was dead. <laughs> And, uh, She's not, not in the South Los Angeles phone book yet. No. Uh, the other woman almost lost a leg but didn't quite. Uh, I assume that Unique is going to prison for probably murder, I guess. Yeah, I imagine it would be murder. So on the sick and wrong star scale, you know, I'm going to probably have to give that a 3.5. I'll give it just a 3. Yeah, it's not I mean, sick and wrong. It's more uh, social commentary on my part. I think it says a lot about uh, the L.A. Times. The L.A. Times, L.A. in general, South Central in particular. I just think it's interesting that they need to handle their disputes over at the gas station. 
I wonder what the gas attendant had to think about this. Yeah, don't normally people in this situation, when you have a, a, a romantic uh, love triangle, don't you go on like Jerry Springer? Yeah, I, I don't get it. And then they have bouncers to break stuff up and to keep the pregnant ladies from getting punched me, they in the stomach. If you ask me, they should have got Al Sharpton over. involved with this. He'll, he probably will be. Yeah, I mean, he might have been able to figure this out. I don't know. If you ask me, I bet you they were all PMSing. Oh and that's how God. it all started. 30 women all at once? And that's how it all started. Dude, I'm having flashbacks to it's this rage. weekend. Well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. Go vote. SingerOnPodcast.com. We'll uh, finally hear the listener submission of the week came in from Finland. And uh, apparently we have a few Finnish listeners. As I mentioned before, there was a murder in a high school in Finland, which is the first since 1989, which is kind of surprising. I guess that's there's not too sweet. many violent acts over in Finland. What's that, 18 years? Yeah. So, uh, Juso here writes, greetings from Finland. First, you Yankees gave us Halloween, which sucks. Thanks. I agree. Yeah, no, I knew Wackily would agree with that. And now, school shootings. I'm sure you get this story from somewhere. It's all over the internet, BBC, CNN. But as you may know, it gives you some kind of satisfaction to be a messenger. So, here it goes. I think in the U.S., these school shootings are everyday shit. But here in <laughs> Finland... It's not everyday shit. It's like once a month. I love the perception of the the United States. Well, these are the same type of foreign people that come here and get like the, uh, you know, those those like waste wallets that they wear around, (laughs) the fanny packs. To put their their traveler's checks in. (laughs) They see an American black guy and they just kind of cower and shudder. It's like they're all scared across the street. Uh, Hold their handbag tightly here. But here in Finland, these kind of things are extreme rare. Keep in mind, this guy's You're reading Finnish. It in the, uh, yeah, this guy's right. Finnish, so I'm reading his English here. Verbatim. Actually, I think this is the biggest school amok ever here. Don't quite know what he means by that. I think school run amok, maybe yeah. school shooting. Okay, some kid from Steiner School stabbed his fellow some while ago, but he didn't die, and it didn't even break the headlines. I think the best part of this newly done serial killing case, which isn't really a serial killing, this is a spree killing, yeah. is the guy. Well, you know, as he's mentioning, he's from Finland. It's, he doesn't know all the distinctions. All the yet. distinctions. He will but soon. A high school shooting is a spree killing. Uh, he, the uh, killer here made his own Nietzsche superhuman philosophy, and he also wrote a manifesto before he did his acts, which Juso actually sent to us. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of um, manifestos for that. are usually pretty great. Well, you know, it's like I kind of hate when someone goes and commits some violent act like that and doesn't explain themselves. Yeah. You know, it's always nice to have a manifesto. I send you a material packet which is collected from the guy's picture, text, and music. Hope you enjoy. Keep on making good show. Perkily, which I imagine means something in Finnish. Uh, your humble listener, listener, Juso. You know, I'm kind of surprised that there'd even be violence in Finland. Don't they just, like, herd reindeer over there? Well, actually... And they wear those funny hats? I, I read differently. I read that uh, Finland has the second highest gun ownership rate in the world uh, behind the United States. Behind the U.S.? And you know what the third country is? Uh, I'd have to say Iraq. Yemen. <laughs> Yemen. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of makes sense. I don't sense. know what's going on over <laughs> yeah, in Yemen. I don't but... know. You can't count the amount of machine guns, though, in Iraq and Iran. It's kind of well, been undetermined. I, I don't know if I'm counting military, you know, armaments. Yeah. Okay. You're just thinking like civilian-owned firearms. Yeah, civilian are uh, gun ownership. Wow, that's kind of surprising. I had no idea that they were so like. 
I guess, uh, flexible with their gun laws there. Uh, well, what I heard was there's a lot of uh, hunting culture over there. There's a lot of forest. Like 60% of the country is covered in forest, so a lot of people hunt deer and reindeer, as you said, reindeer. Well, what happened to the herding snow, reindeer? Snow they don't hairs. do that anymore? They just go and shoot themselves? They just go and shoot them. There's too many now. So what happened in Helsinki, Finland here? An 18-year-old authorities say shot eight people inside his high school in southern Finland before turning the gun on himself. The shooting appeared to have been planned out in graphic videos posted on YouTube, which I'm kind of bummed because I, could, I couldn't actually find these videos. Yeah, YouTube takes them down immediately. Dude, that pisses me off. You know, it's like I read about this, and immediately I went to YouTube to try to find it, but they had already deleted all these videos. Did you try just searching uh, more generally in Google to find if somebody had it on their blog? No, I should have done that, but I just was searching YouTube for the name of the high school. At a news conference this afternoon, please confirm the dead numbered two girls, five boys, and the school's headmistress at Jolika High in Tusala, Finland, which I guess just north of Helsinki. You know, I'm surprised that he would shoot girls. I can understand <laughs> shooting. Why are you surprised? Dude, why shoot chicks? Because they've snubbed you. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you have a true spree killer mentality? <laughs> the other the other distinction is this sounds like a murder-suicide. Yeah. Spree-murder-suicide, so which is another thing serial killers generally don't kill themselves. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was being discriminatory. I think he was just kind of shooting everybody right. here. Uh, ten other people were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. The shooter, whom police identified as Pekka Eric Avenen, Died at the hospital. I guess he had uh, took his own life. When they found him, he was in critical condition. Uh, no wonder he killed people, though. I mean, his name was Pekka. Pecker? Uh, Pekka, I know. It's like, could you imagine the ridicule? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, but you don't know what that... Maybe it doesn't mean anything in Finnish. Or resemble anything. I don't know. If, if I knew this kid, I'd have been calling him Pecker. Uh, this was <laughs> the first school the first to die, also. <laughs> I, I probably would have been. This was the first school shooting in Finland since 1989, when a 14-year-old student shot and killed two others in the coastal town of Rama. But I think the the uh, submitter, didn't he mention that a, uh, somebody stabbed a bunch of people at a school recently? Yeah, which is interesting that you bring that up. I guess uh, another statistic I read here is that a lot of people in Finland... Uh, don't actually, I guess a, a lot of, um, they do have a high murder rate, and of w- one of the highest murder rates in Western Europe, but they're not like gun violent. It's it's knife violence, <laughs> which actually happens. So I think a lot of I'm Finns, not going to Finland. I think a lot of Finns are packing blades here. Yeah, there's two places I'm not going, South Central LA and Finland. And Finland. I know, you're going to get stabbed. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to get in a bar fight By there. some pale blonde dude? That's not what? cool. Well, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to go to a bar and make fun of that guy's reindeer, and he's going to make fun of your reindeer. Doesn't yeah. Jägermeister come from Finland? Or I, think that's, I think that's reindeer semen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it actually is. It does come from Finland, though. Um, Avenen, the uh, killer here, published a manifesto online demanding war on the weak-minded masses and pledged to die for his cause. He also made a number of YouTube videos, 89 videos, featuring Nazi imagery and music from KMFDM. I guess he's really into industrial music. I hate that band with a passion. (laughs) Doesn't it stand for Kill Motherfucking Depeche Mode or something? (sighs) I just I just knew a guy in college, you know, and I think my, in my dorm who listened to it incessantly, and it's just really annoying. It just music. grew annoying. Yeah, but I'd rather listen to that than like Christina Aguilera. 
Speak for yourself. <laughs> so uh, Juzo sent in a copy of this guy's manifesto. He called himself Natural Selector. I imagine he's a fan of Darwin here. Um, <laughs> okay, missed opportunity. <laughs> As he went into school to shoot it up, he should have worn a big fake Charles Darwin beard and like a tweed coat. Or maybe that fish or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I am the natural selector. <laughs> I am natural selector. Well, uh, I'm just going to read a couple quotes here from his uh, manifesto because it is kind of great. Uh, humans are just a species among other animals, and world does not exist only for humans. Death and killing is not a tragedy. It happens in nature all the time, between all species. Not all human lives are important or worth saving. Only superior, intelligent, self-aware, strong-minded individuals should survive, while inferior, stupid, retarded, weak-minded masses should perish. Did he write this in English, or has this been translated? I think uh, this has been translated. Hmm. Maybe he did write this in English. His English actually isn't that bad. If he well, did I think write most this. people in a country like Finland, where nobody outside of your country actually speaks that language, I think you learn English pretty well, pretty quickly. Well, I think Hitler might have agreed with him. <laughs> he, he claims that um, you know people, the weak-minded people should be killed or enslaved and be part of the robotic masses. He said, of course, there's a final solution too: death of entire human race. It would solve every problem of humanity. The faster human race is wiped out from this planet, the better. No one should be left alive. I have no mercy for the scum of the earth, the pathetic human race. If you ask me, if he really believed this, how is he going to wipe out the human race by killing five people in his high school? Seriously, this guy's a failure. He's sad. He's pathetic. Right. He's as pathetic as the Columbine guys who barely even made a dent. Yeah, or the dude that shot up Virginia Tech. Right. I mean, if you ask me, it's like... If he really wanted to harm people, if he really wanted to commit, like, mass murder, yeah, I mean, we were talking about this before. He should dump botulism in the water supply in Helsinki. Right. You know, or committed some mass act of terrorism. But you know what the real— An anthobomb or something. This guy clearly—this is clearly an immature uh, philosophy, because when you recognize that the world is full of really stupid people— the the best course of action is to exploit those people, uh, not enslave them, because then you're responsible for them. What you do is you invent something really retarded that all these retarded people will love, like Beanie Babies, and sell it to them and become Just a like trillionaire. Beanie babies. Exactly, yeah. Pogs <laughs> or Pogs. And once you're a trillionaire, you could buy a lot of botulism. You start a podcast and sell T-shirts to people. I mean, it's the way to success, riches, and to have hot naked babes feeding you. You know, great and wine and, and just sitting on your face. revenge. The fact that you go and get a gun and go shoot up five people in your high school and then kill yourself, you're a failure. Turn those people into consumers in your service. This Finnish, this Finnish dude is going to be forgotten in about a month. Right. Maybe not even a month. In Finland, they're going to remember him. But seriously, right. if you ask me, the guy's a failure. Yeah. If he really would have been successful, he would have recognized these stupidities that he claims to have recognized and exploited them for his own financial gain, not well, blown his own brains out. Reading his manifesto, the guy's obviously intelligent. It's just sad that he can't actually achieve immortality through an evil act. Right. I mean, he really didn't even do anything. Uh, I just want to quickly uh, read one more part of his manifesto here. Here He says there's three kinds of humans. There are three kinds of humans, human personality types in this world. Individualistic human, 3% of the world population. Manipulative human, 3% of the world population. Mass human, 94% of the world population. So in his worldview... I think he says most idiots are part of the mass human What population. are the other two categories? 
individualistic human and manipulative human. Okay. He says one and two type of personalities are intelligent, creative, and self-aware. They have chosen different paths. The other third type of personality are less intelligent, less creative, weak-minded people controlled by number two type of personalities. And I think what he's saying here, it doesn't really make much sense. <laughs> no, and <laughs> manifestos never do. Manifest, yeah, they really don't. They really don't. But I think he was saying that these people should be enslaved. And finally, he ends his manifesto here with a great quote, justice renders to everyone his due. Much like he got. Where did, he didn't head. write that himself. He put, pulled that out of some science fiction book. I think he pulled it out of Mein Kampf or something. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Don't the Finns hate uh, the Nazis? Didn't the Nazis, like, steamroll over Finland at some point? Well, that's what blows my mind. If they're allowed to have that many guns, why did they just fold when the Nazis came in? I don't why know. didn't they, like, ride their reindeers and machine guns and fight them off? I've read that Finnish people are notoriously depressive. I think they kind of just were apathetic and just filled with, you know, despair. Well, let me get through this here. I guess in, on YouTube, uh, Avenin was known as Sturmgeist89, which means storm spirit. Um, I guess he, uh, yeah, as I mentioned before, he posted videos with uh, KMFDM. He also had another short video clip that's called Just Testing My Gun, which showed him loading and cocking a handgun and firing at several pieces of fruit in a wooden area. He claims, I'm prepared to fight and die for my cause. I, as a natural selector, will eliminate all who I see unfit, disgraces of human race, and failures of natural selection. He definitely had Why that Nietzsche have... superhuman complex. Why couldn't he have just stuck to, you know, eliminating um, the fruits that he didn't like? <laughs> it's not enough for him, dude. I'm not a fan of uh, plums myself. Well, I guess the uh, scene at the school is chaotic. Uh, 460 students, uh, ranging in age from 12 to 18, were breaking windows in an attempt to escape. Uh, when police's special SWAT unit actually entered the high school, they found the gunman unconscious and in critical condition in the lower lobby of the building with a gunshot wound to his head. Uh, he assumed he tried to take his own life as officers fired repeatedly at him. But apparently he lived. They took him to the hospital, and then he died then. Uh, he was a member of a shooting club, which isn't much of a surprise. No. Uh, finally here, it says Finland enjoys a strong t- tradition of hunting and has a high proportion of gun ownership. With two million firearms owned in a nation of only five million. So that's two million out of five million people own firearms. Forty percent of people own handguns there? Yeah. Yet they're saying that they're behind the United States in gun ownership? I think it's per capita, though. I think you, it's, that's what I'm saying, per capita. Thing. You, do you think two out of every five people you see on the street have a gun? No, but I'm saying there's at least two million people here that own guns. I guess some people own multiple guns is what you're saying. Probably in the U.S. Right. Do so, people have a veritable arsenal in their basement? Right. So it's not two out of every five people, but like one out of every 20 has like 15 guns. Yeah. Okay. So to sum it up here on the sick and wrong star scale, I guess this is the first mass shooting in Finland. First of many, if you ask me, around the world because people are going to – be influenced by the U.S. Just like, yeah, the rest of our crappy culture, it will continue to seep into the rest Much of like the world. Much like McDonald's and Burger King, you're going to start some more, there's going to be some more high school mass shootings. You've been to Europe, I haven't. Is Burger King over there? I know McDonald's is. I, I, I think has they, Burger I think, King gotten a toehold? You know, I don't know if Burger King's infected Europe yet, but I imagine <laughs> They have their own kings. Yeah. They don't need a Burger King. Soon it'll be bovine Europe, much like bovine America. Just wait and see. But you know what, dude? This is, this is small change compared to the U.S. 
badass. I mean, we have a high school shooting once a month. You know, five people, that's nothing. Right. That's really nothing. Who, the, the, what's his name? The guy that uh, did the Virginia Tech massacre. It was like 30 people. Yeah. That was college. I then. mean, if this guy really planned it out, first of all, he would have, like, you know, dumped some chemical in the water supply. But if he really wanted to, like, wreak some havoc at his high school, he would have got, like, a semi-automatic. I don't know if you can get those over there. They talk about gun ownership, but I don't know if they have automatic weapons. What if he was just wielding an axe? No, that'd be something to talk about. Yeah. So on the second wrong star scale, dude, I'm giving this a 2.5. Why so low? Because I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm giving it a 4. I'm giving it a 2.5. Why so high? Because he's, you know, a guy shut up the school. It's a common story, but it's still pretty sick and wrong. And, and, is, and he has a very detailed manifesto. Gets extra credit for that. And it's in Finland. And it's All in right, Finland. I'm bumping it up to 3.5. Yeah, I'm sure the Finns are shocked. I'm bumping it up to 3.5. Fine. Uh, not, don't do it on my account, but... I'm, I'm just saying, I guess, with the, uh, yeah, the mitigating circumstances there. Right. I don't know. So, uh... <laughs> So, you know what? We'll see what the listeners have to say about that. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 96 here at Sick and Wrong. You're tuned into Open Grave Radio on the web at opengraveradio.com. We're actually is nearing towards the end of the show here, and uh, I want to bring up an issue that's arisen, and uh, hopefully we still have enough time to do this here. Um, so we've received a number of emails about this and a number of phone calls, actually, which I'm quite surprised about. Yeah. So we had Bob Madigan on the show a couple shows back, episode 94 to be exact. I thought it was a very entertaining show. It was an entertaining I show. I was on the show. I was gone. That's why Bob was on the show. And, you know, he was a great guest. I thought it was funny. You know, yeah, I, I guess there was some gentle ribbing back and forth. And then the uh, following episode, episode 95, we discussed the show and discussed the aftermath. You know, Bob was wasted, blah, 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 whatever, nothing, you know. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was great to have him here right. on the show. I've been wasted on the show multiple times. Then I find out that I get a phone call from his wife, and she's really upset because she feels that we were spurning herself and Bob, that we were making fun of Bob. And uh, then I got some emails from some people, namely Bob's brother, Boom King, who claims that we were uh, ridiculing Bob on our show. We've taken a lot of flack at this point. And and to tell you the truth, I feel bad. I mean, I didn't wasn't even trying to slag Bob off at Dude, all. I, thought, I love Bob Madigan. I like that guy a lot, and I want him to be a part of this show. I like to have him as a correspondent on the show. Yeah, a it, guy a guy who gets up on stage, you know, has this crazy band called Fluff Girl, who is awesome, and I've seen multiple times. I think they're great. Gets up on stage, basically buck naked, and, you know, lights his pubes on fire, is just generally a crazy dude. I, I didn't realize that you know, we should tread so lightly around him, but apparently we were a little harsh. And you know, and that wasn't my intention at all. I have utmost respect for Bob. I have utmost respect for Bob and his wife and his band, and I want to promote them as much as I can on the show. And I didn't think that we were being disrespectful. If I do, I apologize for that because it was never my intention. But Boom didn't even send me an email. He actually left a comment on Podcast Alley, which kind of cracked me up. Because well, and I think it's good because all the listeners will be able to see it, and Bob can, you know, or Boom King can, you know, yeah, but show it doesn't his matter to though. the world. It doesn't matter if they're going to be able to see it because you can't really make much sense of it. Wow. Um, Boom's not the most 
eloquent of speakers here. Boom says, hate the game, not Bob. Motherfuckers, I got woke at 10 a.m. Monday morning after working in a bar for 10 hours. Bob calls me telling me that Dirty and Cleveland, or whatever you call your iPod selves now, <laughs> that you two is talking shit about him. So I tuned into the first iPod cast I listed to. I'm reading this verbatim as well. Damn you's jump right out of the gate slamming Bob. Which I didn't even think we did. I think one of the problems is people listen to one show and they don't realize that we make fun of everything. We make fun of each other. That's kind of what the show is about. You have to have a thick skin to listen to the show. Right. So he says, yeah, Bob makes for good radio or iPod. Yeah, Bob's easy to make fun of, but he's hella bummed. And you and I understand. Talk about overkill. You should not made fun about talking shit about Anne, I guess that's Bob's wife, that's where you fucked up. You can talk shit about me or Bob, but don't make fun of our wives. I've been working lots at the Parkside and other bars. Don't get out lots. Give me a buzz. And he actually left his phone number on the podcast page, and I don't yeah, think our listeners should call smart. him. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we can be on Sick and Wrong to get things fixed up with you and my family. And also, what the fuck you... Missed the show of the year, the Woe Mentors versus Mentors and Fluff Girl at Annie's Social Club. Damn, that's all I got to say. Bob is not doing too good, so don't buy him ghetto booze anymore. It's sad because he used to be a big part of the punk rock world back in the day. So, you know what? I think we should give Boom a call here and try to iron this whole situation out. Hey, Boom, what's going on? It's uh, D. Simon here from Sick and Wrong. What's up? What's up? Hey, man. Uh, you know, I got your message. Uh, it was actually kind of a lengthy comment you left over on uh, Podcast Alley about uh, Bob Madigan being on the show. And I, I was just, I, we want to get to the bottom of this because we love Bob and we, we didn't realize that he was so upset about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the deal is, like, you know, start at the beginning, I worked 10 hours last night at a fucking. Goddamn raver, uh, what the fuck, hipster show in the, in, 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 at Parkside. All these smelly-ass fucking half-naked hipsters sitting there in, 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 on the dance floor and walk around barefoot at the Parkside for ten fucking hours. So I get home. Bob calls me up at nine in the morning, man. He wakes me up. And he's, and was, Bob's up at nine in the morning? Yeah, nine, nine in the morning, which is really unusual. And I, I just, you know, I didn't get home to like three in the morning. You know what I mean? It was like, and I have to go to so you're tired. What's that? So you're tired and you didn't expect this. Yeah, well, yeah it's funny. I worked all weekend. You know, and, and uh, so, and plus we played with the Memphis. We met, the Memphis played, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So but, you didn't check the show on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a member of the, the Wimenters, you know. We just destroyed the Memphis. Kicked those fucking old guys. I couldn't believe how better the than the Mentors. Fuck those guys. But anyway, the point is, is, um, the, uh, like, I'm, I'm sorry, so, you know, and he calls me, and, I, and, and he's like, he's like, look, man, he's like, did you hear this, this you know, the sick and wrong snatch so, iPod or iPod show? I'm like, wait, uh, wait. you know, boom, I, boom. No, I was like, I'm sleeping. Boom, Bob said this, or Ann said this? No, Bob, Bob called me. I it's, didn't talk to Bob, I didn't talk to Ann yet, I was, I'm sleeping, I'm, Bob calls me, you know? And, 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 you know, my wife doesn't, she said, don't pick it up, I'm like, fuck it, it's right now, you know, it might be, you know, one of my brothers having a problem, so I called, you know, asked the phone. I, you know, our family because sure it was Bob, and he's like, you know, hey man, he's like, I'm like, you know, I hate, I hate, I hate Sanchez. Your old name and your new name now is D, you know, D Snyder or D, was it D what? D Snyder. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, D, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he, he's like, he's like Sanchez is like him, and uh, you know, I'm gonna kick his ass. And I hate him, and I'm like, what happened? What happened? I'm sleeping. You know what I mean? So I'm like, fuck. You know. 
he's definitely mad. He's you know he's he's more than the most I've seen him mad in like a long time. So Bob's really pissed off about this. Yeah, he was like more mad. He's probably the most mad he's been ever, dude. Well, what's he so, so mad about, though? I mean, what what did we say? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to Pod Radio, dude. You know, what I mean, I, I, you know, I just, you know, I, you know, I spend most of my time booking this on, on online and working online. You're a busy guy. You don't have time to listen to these like ridiculous radio shows. Well, yeah, no, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm like, I, actually, I, I'm like, like six, eight hours a day just doing rock and roll shit. So anyway, but uh, um, you know, but I, I'm now because of I'm listening to your show and everything. So anyway, so he's like, he's like fucking Sanchez is slamming me. And all this shit, and I'm like, oh, was like, get up now and turn the computer. And I'm like, I, I, I don't have an iPod. I, you know, I don't even have, I mean, you know, fuck, you know. Uh, I'm still in the, Do you have the internet, Boom? Yeah, yeah I have it. Yeah, I got a, Okay, so you could listen to the show, though, if you wanted to. Yeah, but I just never visited the site. I didn't know what it was called. I had no information about pod. Oh, okay. I, mean, you so know, you... I heard about it, I knew of it, but I just never had the time to, to, you know, listen or go there. Anyway, and, and so the point is, I'm like, so I get up. You know, you know, got no weed to smoke, no wake and bake, you know, you know, got no beer in the fridge. So, so like, you're sober oh, and you yeah. had to listen to our show. Yeah, so I listened to the I picked that on. Skull, my we finally find it. It's pretty cool, you know, checking it out. And, uh, you know, we find, had a hard time getting the, the poo play button to work. We finally figured out if you go to, if you go to attractions or something, you go to. Yeah, you can click on the poo-poo player or whatever, and it'll play the show. The archives. you got to go to archives. So what did you think when you listened to the show? Did you think we were being rude? Did you think we were oh, slamming them? First, first of all, well, first of all, I was like, damn, it's great audio. Podcast, great audio. It's one of the best I've ever heard in my fucking life. I was like, damn. No, oh, thank you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, and, and it's cool. You know, and then we just jump right in and slam I mean, Bob, and I didn't go, but he told me about the last show. I didn't go, you know, and I... And he's like, told me, uh, like, episode 94 or whatever, you're, you know, and he's like, uh, you know, you should go and hang. He wanted to come down, you know? But I'm like, I have not had been hanging out with Bob Plus because, like, I cut down drinking, cut, I stopped partying. I'm working you stopped partying? Married. Yeah, hell yeah, I had to. I had back surgery in, in, in July, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I, I can I had, understand that. I had a limbar fusion. I had a number of, uh, five and four replaced with a big fucking bullshit in my back. It's probably a good thing that you stopped partying. But so what I was... I had to. No, I had to. The doctor's all here. I had to. It's a long story, but uh, I, I can't. I mean, I, I got, like, you know, I can't even really drink a lot anymore because I still got... I'm still healing. But anyway, um, the uh, the thing is, he calls, so I'm, like, checking out, you know, and, uh, you, know, and, 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 you know, at that time, you know, I, I don't hang out with Bob that much because he's been partying too much, you know. He quit buying beers, you know. Cause yeah, he drinks vodka I, now. I, yeah, there's no no need for me to go over there because I, yeah, I get no free beer and I don't party much anyway. But you know, <laughs> thing is like, and he gives me these tiny little bowls of fucking Mexican weed to smoke. I'm like, you know, fuck that, you know. So I, I don't hang out about him. much. he's been drinking. He's hitting the hard stuff. He's hitting you know the, the cheap ass, the cheap ass golden. Yeah, I bought him some it, uh, ghetto vodka. Yeah, ghetto vodka. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, I, I, I'm trying. To, I'm so I'm trying to like go away from that. You know, so, I'm, so boom, boom, past the rampage and shit. I'm like, I don't party anymore, dude. Boom. You know? Why is he so upset? Like, what's the big deal? And what do you oh, think well, I should well, no, do about it? Cool. So anyway, I, I caught up. So okay, so he was mad because he thought the number the 94 episode was cool, and that he was really mad at me for not going and supporting or whatever. And I'm like, I, I, so I'm t- I had to work actually, whatever. But anyway. He was, he's mad because you said you slammed and like, you know, you guys, you guys, I like, you know, I, I listen to it and I think you're just doing a good, uh, a good re, you're, you're, you know, you're going over, you know, 
what's his name? Uh, the other dude, Lance, uh, Lance, Lance Jackoff. Wackerly. <laughs> yeah, I'm here too, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance Jackoff. <laughs> well, Wack, Wack, Wacker. So he's gone. He's gone, and you, you know, you're, you, you know, you're, you're reviewing the last episode. You know. Yeah, we're but, talking about it. Talking about what yeah, happened yeah, after yeah. the show. Up to date. Bring the shit up to date. You know, like Dancing with Stars. Exactly. And, and, and so I'm, I'm like, cool. You know. And, and I enjoyed it. And I didn't think that was until he said Anne had a wooden leg. You know, what I mean that was too far. That was that's fucked up. And I, actually, I'm probably I don't know who, you know how, who you heard that from, but you might have heard that from me back in the day. But but anyway, she's not a pirate hooker. You know. You know. I you know. I you know. Boom. I feel bad about saying that, and I di- I didn't mean that. Like wh- what? what we were saying, it was a comedy kind of thing. You know, we we're being comedic here, and what we said was I meant peg leg or whatever. You know, it's like. Anne is a beautiful chick, and if you met Bob, you wouldn't think that he'd be with, like, some beautiful woman. You know, you'd think he'd be with, like, some kind of crazy girl or something. Well, yeah, she's, I mean, she's, she's Polish. She's a fucking hardcore Polish. Yeah, yeah she's a great woman. She's great, and I did not mean any offense by the wooden leg, and I probably probably shouldn't have said that. No, no, she's got, well, she got a fucked up leg from uh, a traffic accident. Well, she doesn't have a wooden leg, though. No, I mean, no. Yeah, there's a, no, there's a complete that's, exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, like, she got some surgery or something. But anyway, for the accident. But anyway, the point is, it's like, it's like you lost focus. You roasted, roast Bob. Don't roast his wife. You know what I mean? It's like you lost focus of Bob there for just, like, three or four words. It wasn't that bad. So I, I don't think it's that bad. But, you know, I had, a, I had a vote, and I never wrote to a podcast, so I gave you some shit. But, you know, I mean, I think, like, you know, I think the most of the people that do listen to this shit are got to be rich, and they got to be have no love. If someone's listening to podcasts, you know, you, what the fuck, dude? There's a world going around. <laughs> you know, I mean, so I mean, boom. there's shit to do. Boom. Shit to, I mean, you could go out in the Tenderloin where we live. Like, I'm at 7th and Mission. I can look out my window, and I can fucking see hundreds of drug dealers. If I had 20 bucks, and I, I mean, these people, if you have a computer, like, just pawn this shit and come on down to 7th and Mission and buy some drugs. Carl's Jr. And, and in fact, you can sell your computer right, all right here. All right, boom. I don't mean to cut you off. I think what you should be doing with a with a computer is looking at porn, not listening to podcasts. But what I'm saying here is, oh yeah, no, I can't have time for that. But you know, here, here's a okay. Here's an ice cake. Here's a So it's Anne's fucking birthday today. Oh shit, really? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel bad. Now I feel that, bad for yeah. making fun of her, and she's upset. Yeah, Bob, Bob got up early to make her cake, make her breakfast, and he heard. I guess he listened to her. She listened to it. How, and, that, you know, I think they listened to it together when they wake up and having their morning breakfast at Bob made her breakfast or, or, or birthday breakfast. Uh, I just ruined the whole birthday, didn't I mean, it? It was so the wrong boom, timing. Boom, what do you think I should do? Should I call them? Should I send them, like, a fruit basket? What, what do you think? How can I make amends here? Well, it's Anne's birthday, so, I mean, you know, that, I mean, I, I think they went to Pacific Bowl or some shit because she's Polish. But uh, uh, I, 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 I think it's fine. She said she's going to kick in the ass or a wooden leg or something like that. Well, you know, I, you know what I might do? I might give her a call, not on the show, off the show, and say, you know what? I didn't mean anything by it because I, I, I want to have both oh, of them on well, sometime in the future. That's good enough. Right there, she's probably listening. She's probably, now you got you got more, like I said, I, until this day, until this episode or, or, or altercation, I haven't listened to your show. So now I'm listening. So now I'm on the fucking thing. So, you know, it, it's cool. And, and that's just the way the world turns, you know? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to find out. So Right, but but I think the big point is we're not out to uh, make anybody angry. The show's all in good fun. Uh, you know, Dee and I make fun of each other all the time. We make fun of everybody who comes on the show. That's just kind of the way it goes. And we so. made fun of Bob yeah, on yeah, Rampage. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know who Richard Pryor is. You know, of course I know Stance a Rose. 
and that's cool. But uh, I, I mean, it's, it's just it's the wrong day. It's her birthday. <laughs> Cross the line on her birthday. That's yeah, the no, problem. Nobody should listen to this show as they're eating breakfast. <laughs> this, this shows more when you're drunk at night and you can barely tolerate it. Boom! I'm gonna call up Bob and I'll I'll like figure this whole thing out. I'll make amends. Yeah. It'll, it'll all be actually, good. Actually, they're probably listening because they've been on. I mean, this is like they've been online online all day. I mean, there's there's some. I mean, I'm think I'm sure. I think I think this is the first step on making amends. Yeah, I, I'll make amends because I I did not mean to upset yeah. them in any way. Yeah, I, I feel. I like, love those guys. Uh, I think like Coleman Powell and Coleman Lena Rice. You know, what I mean, I'm, I'm I'm putting the two countries together. Yeah, you're so, you're uh, a diplomat here, Boom. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's a great show. I think people should listen more, and you know, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan. All right, well, thanks a lot, dude. I will talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you later, man. Uh, I, I always have some beers, man. Next time, next, you know, actually, I, I work out at the federal building a lot, man. So next time I have to work, come over to Harrington and have a beer with you guys or something. Yeah, stop on over here for That's sure. Cool. Great. All right, Thanks. later, boom. Well, that was informative there, Wackerly. You know. I, you know, I feel bad because this is like the third time we've started controversy here on the show. We had a problem with Rick with the upper decking story. We had that a problem. Was, that like kicked off sick and wrong was the issue with Rick. And we had a problem. That was my brother's ex-boyfriend. We had a problem with my brother who got really upset with us for saying that something. That I don't have so much of a problem with because your brother is pissed off at everything. And, and uh, that, you know. Like water off a duck's back with me. And now inadvertently we made Bob upset, which was totally unintentional. So you know what? Off air, I'm going to have to give him a call and try to iron everything out. Yeah, I'm putting that on you. But you know, I feel really bad. I'm making you responsible for this. I feel bad though because it was her birthday. It was her birthday and look what she had to listen to. Apparently she has the same birthday as Charles Manson. <laughs> you know what? That's actually something you should celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, actually, we got to end the show here. We're kind of running out of time. Way out of time. Yeah. Um, I just want to mention uh, Todd here from uh, California. He sent in a song called uh, Country Death Song by the Valiant Femmes. I think we played the Violent Femmes a couple times. They're, well, they have some good songs. Yeah, they're definitely they definitely have some sick and wrong songs. Uh, Todd sent in a song called Country Death Song. He says, if you can push your daughter down the well and sing about it, you got my vote. That's what I think anyhow. So um, we'll end the show, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, with Country Death Song. Thanks for sending that in, Todd. And people, uh, we almost have 80 votes on Podcast Alley. We're like, dude, we're seriously like maybe three votes away from being in the top ten. Yeah. So it's if you haven't already, head on over, get your family to vote, get your mom to vote, get your grandma to vote. Children. Yeah, children. And uh, get sick and wrong in the top ten on Podcast Alley. There's a link right, right on our website. People, we're almost to the 100th episode, so make sure you stay tuned. We have something really cool planned. Don't want to get your hopes up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, we'll be back with episode 97. Take it sleazy. Good night. I had me a wife. I had me some daughters. So hard, I never knew still waters, nothing to eat and nothing to drink. Nothing for a man to do but sit around and think. Nothing for a man to do but sit around and think. I'm thinking and I'm thinking till there's nothing I ain't found. The stink till finally I stunk. It was at that time I swear I lost my mind. Started making plans to kill my own kind. Started making plans.